Psalm 74. O God, why do you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. Your foes have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They have set up their own signs for signs. They were like those who swing axes in a forest of trees. And all its carved wood they broke down with hatchets and hammers. They set your sanctuary on fire. They profaned the dwelling place of your name, bringing it down to the ground. They said to themselves, we will utterly subdue them. They burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet, and there is none among us who knows how long. How long, O God, is the foe to scoff? Is the enemy to revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the fold of your garment and destroy them. Yet God, my King, is from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of sea monsters on the water. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave him as food for the creatures of the wilderness. You split open springs and brooks. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day. Yours also is the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffs, and a foolish people reviles your name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the wild beasts. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have regard for the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the habitations of violence. Let not the downtrodden turn back in shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God. Defend your cause. Remember how the foolish scoff at you all the day. Do not forget the clamor of your foes, the uproar of those who rise against you, which goes up continually. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. So, you know, this one, this psalm today is kind of flipped from yesterday's. Like Psalm 44 starts off a little more confident and powerful sounding and then gets a little more emo. Um, and <laughs> Psalm 74 just throws you into, you know, the deep end right away. Oh God, why do you cast us off forever? But then, you know, it kind of works back towards, you know, in verse 12, there's this yet God is, is king, my king from of old working salvation in the midst of the earth. And so it's as though the psalmist is, is sort of forming this, uh, this hope for mm-hmm. salvation and then, um, you know, pleading towards that later in the psalm. So, Greg, what are your thoughts on Psalm 74 and the exile, the destroying of the temple, everything that we see reflected here? I think that this is um th- this is a psalm that to me feels very relevant. Mm-hmm. Um I think just to the the Christian life mm-hmm. in this world. Yeah. Um you know, you start by essentially after seeing the destruction of the temple and and seeing sort of the desecration of all the the things of God in Jerusalem, 
you know, the, the psalmist is sort of saying, he's sort of recounting to God, look at what happened to all the, all the, all the things of you, all these things that honor you. Look at how they've been desecrated. Mm-hmm. Look at what's happened to us. And then pivots to, you know, when, when God are things going to be make, made right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that if that is not the, um, a better picture of the reaction to sin in this world, I don't know what is, yeah. you know, when Paul talks about all creation groans, um, you know, under the weight of sin. And then I think about this, I think about this sort of picture of the world when I, when I just think about um, what's taking place at, at all times, mm-hmm. what, what famine or warfare or just all of the human suffering, all the things that happen. And mm-hmm. you think about these people that human beings, image bearers of God that he created. Mm-hmm. And you think like, do you see what is happening? Yeah. Do you see what is happening to the people in the world, God? Can you see it? Can you see all the people who will never hear your name? Mm-hmm. Right. All of this, all of this awfulness uh, brought on by sin. Do you see what's happening? Would you see what the enemy is doing? And then it makes me want to say, you know, how long, mm-hmm. how long, oh God, until justice will will finally happen, until you will finally make all things right, you will make all things new. How much longer mm-hmm. will we suffer under this? Not just as individuals. But as just as creation, mm-hmm. will all of us suffer under the weight of this sin? Um, and it's sort of it's, it's sort of a lament for the um, the corruption of sin, and then a pivot to the hope and the prayer that God will come again, that He mm-hmm. will make all things new. Uh, and so this this psalm I, is encouraging to me, but it's also to me is very much something that I think resonates with me just on a day to day basis as I ponder the world around me. Absolutely, you know. We've talked on ODR um, a decent amount throughout um, the past couple of years about God's immediate justice versus his effectual justice and how we really, really hope towards his immediate justice often, mm-hmm. often. But even in scripture, what we see most often is God's effectual justice, that he works things out over time and that, um, you know, he he's very you know a day is as though as like a thousand years and a thousand years as one day Mm -hmm. and so we are in this tension where the god who we look to has a different sense of time than we do (laughs) um which can be discouraging it can be disheartening it can be confusing um and you know that's a big you know christ ascended like two thousand years ago and you know here we are pressing mm-hmm. on the church grows uh and then you know the tr- experience is great unhealth in one area and great revival in one area and great new life in one area and you know it, it's not what the church fathers initially would have imagined right but what we see in like the scriptural narrative that has like really helped me is you know i think a great example is adam and eve sin and god promises eve that her offspring will crush the head of the serpent. So I have to imagine that when, you know, Cain was born, that they thought this is the, this is the serpent crusher. Mm -hmm. And then um, for him to actually, you know, crush actually just his brother and then go into this exile early, early on, um, like what hopelessness and sadness and, you know, then the rest of the Old Testament is hoping for a redeemer, looking for a redeemer. And we have, you know, like Noah and Moses, you know, we have all these like righteous people, but then who, who just aren't the person mm-hmm. to finally set things right. 
And of course, Christ has come and he has crushed the head of the serpent. And yet, you know, now we are here in this now, not yet. And we're still in this exile. And, you know, I think that God has given us these sorts of moments in scripture uh, to help us like process, like we, we can ask how long, O Lord, Mm -hmm. and yet still rest in and hope in the steadfast love of God to, to accomplish what he started. So, you know, we, we sit in the tension, we ask questions, uh, but we are never like without hope in that, Mm -hmm. without comfort. So, you know, a, a good word from Psalm 74 as we consider exile. Exile is going to be a big theme at Christ's Covenant this year. We're studying Habakkuk. We're going to do this Life in Babylon series later this year. Um, and so, you know, some, some more just great reminders to uh, remain faithful as we wait for the Lord. So for Greg Conley, uh, this is Will Carlisle, and we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 465 1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.